Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there is a surplus in anything here. You said shelf on the part. <laughs> Did I say shelf on the part? <laughs> well, I've been known you gotta to. got to have shelf on the parts I, to sell it. I have been known to. <laughs> Maybe not phrase things appropriately. You've uh, <laughs> experienced before. That's, oh my gosh. <laughs> he strikes again. Yeah, well, you know. Hey everyone, boy did I have a lot of fun with this episode's guest. We're bringing back Scott and Jim inside Daltonmeyer Studios for an in-person show. And without further ado, let's start the show. We're back with another episode of Doltmeyer Radio, and we are in the Doltmeyer Studios here in Omaha, Nebraska, and back at it again with my man Jim and Scott. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Welcome, Drew. You, know, you guys don't remember, but they were the first and the second podcast guest to Doltmeyer Radio back in the days, and I had to pull up the stats here, guys, and the 5th of October, we had Scott, you're the second highest download. And then Jim, the third highest down. Oh, wow. Who's at the top of the heap then? Daniel Murphy at Dixon so far has had the, the highest one. Okay. But on the YouTube video that we did here about a year ago, remember that one? That's the one that we had the <laughs> kind of fertility. Hard to, kind of hard to forget. The yeah. fertility one. <laughs> yeah. That one on YouTube, 966 views. Wow. And I was looking at it just today. It was probably the second or the third highest watched video that we've got on YouTube. So congratulations. You guys are at the top of the top. Was was that the real one or their gag reel? That was both. I think they had the gag <laughs> oh, and no, the thing they in there. Did. Yeah, I think that's how it went. It was like it was combined, but okay. yeah, so that's pretty good, right guys? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, only if you didn't mispronounce some words. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but that's good. That's, that's how it's got to be. Well, like I mentioned to you guys before, this is going to be kind of one of those shows where we're just going to have a conversation. On some, on, there's a, a lot of things that have been going on lately since March, right? October of last year. Yeah. yeah. I guess the first thing that I'd, I'd like to ask you guys about is uh, we're approaching harvest time. August has been a fairly busy month here at Dultmeyer. What are some of the things that you guys are hearing on the phones when you're talking to customers? Some some things, uh, troubleshooting that you've had to do? I mean, what's been going on in the, in the field? Probably not so much troubleshooting as that a lot of guys are, the harvest is going to be early in some areas. And some guys in kind of even in the northwest of Iowa and northeast of Nebraska and southeast of Dakota and the Minnesota, the southwest up in that corner, they've had a pretty huge drought and there's not going to be crops up there. So it's just varies kind of all over. I heard on the radio today that that's going to create kind of a food shortage and create inflation on food and yeah. stuff like that. So it's a big concern. Yeah, it's been a strange cropping year. I mean, it was initially it was cold. We had guys in Nebraska and Iowa producers didn't start planting till way later because they were like, Soil temperatures were so low, and it was so dry. They were like, oh, I'm not going to put it out there anyway. So we had a lot of late starts, and you know, really delayed plantings kept us busy. Yeah, We have busy season here, obviously, yeah. where, you know, which is spring, and that was 
strung out a long lot longer because of uh, the delayed planning. Yeah, but we talk a lot about their crops when we're on the phone with them. You know, and it you get it. It's like every year. What's the yields going to look like this year? Going to be all over the board. From it is. What we've heard. Yeah. yeah. I just read something about soybean. Just might have a, a good year, but you don't know. Right? The beans around here will have. And I talked with a customer down in Texas. And he was already combining his beans, and he said he was a month ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. So let's try down there, too. Yeah. No, it's pro farmers out on their crop tour now. and Numbers are where it's good. It sounds like it's really, really good. But where there's a lot of the country in drought, so some parts it's going to be not going to be good at all. Yeah, so, I, got so. a, I got a buddy who uh, rice farms out in Northern California, and his wife came out here to visit uh, my wife. They're good friends, and she was sharing with us that before the season even began, before he even plant, went and planted, he had an offer of, you know, insane amount for the rice, uh, even money up front to cover the planting and everything. I mean, wow. and she just made to mention that uh, that food shortage or that inflation for food, we're going to see the impact of that if, you know, we've already had, but probably still going to be here. Yes, you know what, I mean? what we need, more, more shortages. <laughs> getting product. Now getting food. Wow. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, the supply chain issues, I mean, this, uh, it hasn't gotten any better, has it? It's though? gotten worse. It has gotten worse. And they, you know, prognosticators tell us to look out. It could be another two years. Yeah. That's pretty, two years, that's... It's a long time. It's a long time, you know. And when, what happened to the labor force because of COVID? Where did everybody go? Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah. And That's, unemployment is at an all-time low. It's like, where are they? Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, those are those questions where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's a lot of the issues we get from, you know, a lot of our vendors is we're short help. And then they got some backlog with COVID. They're still trying to make their way out of that. Yeah, and you're absolutely right with that. It's just... It's kind of been the perfect storm to create massive delays. Yeah. Yeah, I've had multiple conversations with many different vendors, and they've kind of, majority have said the same thing that there's, you know, labor shortage, there's delays for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm seriously trying to shut my phone off. Uh, I don't know why yeah. she, she needed to chime in like that. Yeah. I, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Our phones are open. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. I told you there's going to be that kind of a, a discussion today. <laughs> well, we got we got some trade shows that are coming up here pretty soon, right? We got the Husker Harvest Days that are coming out and, and Big Iron. Big Scott, Iron. you're going to be at Big Iron. What's your guys' thoughts on, on these shows? You think it's going to be well attended? I don't know. Then up in Fargo, it's... The, it hinges on a lot what, you know, if they're harvesting early, it might it might be a little bit different because they didn't get their crops. Well, they might be, they were a little bit behind getting their crops in, so that might be a little bit different up there. But just kind of hinges on what they're, a lot of them are just finishing up their wheat stuff, so. Yeah, pretty much all small grain up there, huge equipment. That's what's fun to go up there is just, a, oh, it's massive equipment that they run up there. And acres they must have to farm to make a living must be unbelievable. Yeah. Last year we saw the Husker Harvest Days. Uh, that was it the Raven Autobus. Was that the yeah yeah the autonomous yeah, machines that, that they have? That was yeah. pretty cool. And all the drones that they they had on display mm-hmm. over down there. Just like we've got several producers that are using drones to spray with. Kind of the first year. I've got one. He's he's so so with it. He said, yeah, you know, it's money and you can't get in. He said, it's great to have. 
but it, you know, as far as really getting acres done, you can't get. Yeah, it's just like spot, right? I right. think it's more right. for spots, Brian. Yeah. You think there's a future in that with all the drone? Oh, for scouting for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know about actually spraying fields. It would yeah. take two. You'd have to have a really Sweet. big drone, and that would be a really big cost. Well, like what he said, he said, I need two of them to be effective. Yeah. Well, you know that. Like Amazon's testing those drones that will just, or was that? Cause that yeah. Amazon, you drop know, your products right out of this just, guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was actually having this conversation today with Sarah. Sarah's got, Sarah over here, she's got a, a drone. We were going to do it for the marketing and, you know, some of the big products out here that you can't get on the, up there here, the Doltmeyer Studios. And they would just fly the drone around this production products. I asked her, like, you know, if you took that drone and you're flying out here above the here in Omaha, and how far could it go out, you know? And and then it goes into the boundaries of if it flies into your neighbor's yard and it's in his property, he could he, shoot it down. But can he really? I think legally he could shoot it down. But how, how could you? I mean, I, that's a good question. I don't right? know. How you could know, you and how much of that would happen? People shoot them down and take the product. <laughs> I think it probably depends on what they're doing with it. If they're hoovering over a place, if it's just flying around and coming back, I think there's probably privacy laws that are up still in the air. In like you got you got your property and it just like just an invisible force field that just goes all the way up from your property and say that's mine. That's mine. Yeah, and that's my airspace. I don't know. I don't know either. Because if you buy property, you have the right. I'm sure some cities have laws where you can. You have the right to go up as high as you want. But I, you know, I'm sure in metropolitan areas. Yeah, so you're flying through that. someone's property and it's right. like, oh, man, I got that one. Boom. You know? Like, <laughs> you're going to go out. Hey, I don't know. It'll be the new age of piracy. Yes. Probably. <laughs> I don't know, man. The future is already here, right? Technology. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, driverless cars. That's not working out so good yet i think they'll get it but eventually in i think it's in sweden they're building roads that have the capacity to recharge your vehicle so what they do is they put this recharging plate under the concrete so when you're driving on the road you can actually charge your charging car your cars you go while you're driving yeah kind of like charging your cell phone on this charger yeah you just you put something underneath your vehicle <laughs> and then you can drive here's my thing with the future i think all of this will it's happening but i think you're gonna have a lot of issues with privacy you know as you start diving into some of these things there's going to be a lot of privacy issues of now someone's got your data oh yeah yeah you know exactly and that grows every day i mean i had my debit cards Compromise over the weekend, another co workers was. And it's like, jeez. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. There's a way. Someone's going to find a way to crack it. That's a game. Well, we got this summer program that's that's going from now until uh, the middle of September. What kind of products have you guys been talking with customers with the NH3, you know, plant fertilizer equipment? Have you guys been seeing a lot of things moving? Not so much planter equipment, although I did have one customer that he bought a bunch of stuff to. Get it to plumb a planter with tanks and stuff. Got it early, but a lot of it's just been NH3. We've ran out of valves. I don't know if we're getting back in or not yet. But no, no. ran out of valves and hose and everything. Yeah, shanks. They're all, they're all. Yeah, nitrogen prices always dictate what form of nitrogen people want to put on. Oh yeah, a lot of people switched to anhydrous ammonia last year. Yeah, and some guys had never put it on before ever in their lives. How about that? Yeah. No, it was, you know, all cost-driven, right? Uh, it's not going down anytime mm-hmm. soon. No. 
No. no, not even with the Inflation Reduction Act, right? <laughs> no. No, no, no. That's not Yeah, oh, yeah. What else can we talk about? No, oh, we keep seeing more growth in precision ag. Yeah. You know, guys are just advancing, and they, they love the record-keeping ability and the traceability of everything they're doing, and that just continues to grow. Accuracy continues to be refined and everybody wants more accuracy because that's part of why they raise 300 bushel corn now is get that plant exactly what it needs so we still see a lot of growth there that's going to continue yeah continue if we can get parts right get parts and products and that's one thing we want to emphasize if to listeners is if you need something you know you need planter kit please order early <laughs> yeah make sure you're gonna get it oh yeah some of the lead times now are what like 26 plus weeks oh, you're yeah, looking at it depends i mean we've got flow meters that we've had on order since september of 21 yeah wow and haven't gotten any of them in yet you know multiple of our suppliers that being raven microtrack casey they're just even t-jet and t-jet yeah, they're all just, sure Long, long wait times. Especially on the electronic side of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's coming from overseas, right? You know, yeah, in China, I, is not. I think so. Yeah. I mean, COVID was one, and then we you know, started having all the shipping problems. Yeah. You know, stuff was in containers, and it couldn't get moved. And well, yeah, yeah. That, you that just saw those made. pictures out there in the Pacific Ocean, right, oh, where all yeah. those ships just... Just can't, that they can't even get into the no. the, the ports. That snowball just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and that can't be profitable for those guys either. No, they just got, to got be it. sitting there. No, not getting unloaded. Weeks. Could you imagine being out in a boat there for about a week out there in the middle of the sea, just waiting to dock? Oh, oh yeah, I know it. No way, man. Well, uh, I'm not a sailor. No. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, John Blue had stuff in containers sitting right there, and they knew exactly where it was. There's nothing they could do. They couldn't get to it. So yeah. I think the, the chips that they're trying to bring back here to the States, right, they're, they're trying to not depend on foreign right. manufacturing. I think that's going to take a lot of time. Well, it is. And it's it's like, I don't know why we did that as a country, shift all of our stuff overseas and not expect something to happen in the future that's well you don't plan for stuff like that to <laughs> no, shut down no. and, you know global <laughs> commerce and you know, everything's connected but then again you start realizing if you're dependent on if you don't have a plan b you're in bad shape right right so yeah once you shut your american plant down and do it you're yeah pretty well <laughs> pretty well married to that plan yeah and we've seen that all throughout the year even with baby food remember that that baby oh, yeah. and That's all crazy. that where they yeah. and then there was a delay that I got oh it's not gonna but don't worry about the babies you know like you know, they, they'll be fine right like oh no they're not fine anymore like we gotta go to Germany to go get some some you know like the great toilet paper shortage of 2000 I remember that you remember going yeah. People are going <laughs> bananas off that toilet paper stuff. Crazy. You know? Uh. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, people are people. You, you got know? it. I don't know. You got to wipe the butt there. Yeah, well, yeah. You know? like Because <laughs> the news spreads a rumor. And yeah, it newspapers just grows like, like wildfire. Yeah. Right. You, someone, your family probably told you, hey, man, Scott, you better run out there to Target right there. You better stock us up they, There's no more toilet paper for you, buddy. And you know how it is when you go to the bathroom. You're going to need some toilet paper. Can't use a washcloth, buddy. 
<laughs> the, I would have sold that reusable toilet paper out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing that's, that mark <laughs> See, and that's the other side of this is that, you know, talking to, with different vendors, all of their customers are purchasing probably three to four times what they usually or normally would purchase in that season. And so then that compounds the lead times. And so that's a great conversation to have because what, what I was reading is that everyone got scared about supply chain. So they started stocking up, right? But the demand wasn't necessarily there. They just bought a whole bunch of things right. in preparation for it. So now they're, they're caught. They've got a whole bunch of inventory, but right. there's no demand for it. But then they're going to cut the supply and then they're gonna, they can't get it. I think a lot of it is still going out the door. I think they still have people buying it. But what it's created is it's created a vacuum for getting the stuff in so that you're able to sell it. So it's created a, where, there, where the vendor can't get enough product to build what he needs to build on top of it. And then all of a sudden he's got people buying way more than what they normally do. I mean, we've done that too with banjo and everything oh, else. Yeah. That too, yeah. And part of that is because of those lead times. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah, because if it's not on sell. the shelf, yeah. you can't sell oh, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, John Deere's cutting production because they can't get a lot of the stuff they need to build their machine. I think across the board, even all the Fortune 500 companies, you start seeing they they they're slashing their workforce by ten twenty oh, percent. Yeah, isn't that sad? You I know, I know. I, know. I mean, they, who knows? Yeah. And then when they when they're ready to hire again, I mean, it's just this off and on roller coaster yeah. ride, right? Well, that's been. A- Certainly been an interesting three years, isn't it? Well, just watching the auto industry, you know, some of the auto lots had two and three cars or they had 200. Yeah, have you been driving around these know, these car dealerships nowadays? It's incredible. <laughs> and people, you know, they're, they're calling people who have bought a new vehicle and offered them way over what they paid for it to buy back because they need it that they badly. Did. Yeah, yeah it's, that's yeah, true. Well, Scott Mantle sold his Honda back. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's had it three years. Yeah. I oh, think. wow. Way more than he paid for. <laughs> they gave him more money. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's when we took our car in to be repaired, and it's a 2010, and the sales says, you, ought to, you should be ready to trade that in. I said, well, I said, one, I said, new cars are higher price. Well, he said, but, well, but your, your trade-in is way better. And so as Cynthia and I were driving out of the, around the parking lot, drove around the lot, I go to her, I said, so... What are we going to buy? If we trade ours in, what are we going to get? There's nothing here. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. <laughs> I know. It, it's like, it's no, yeah, that car no is going to stay in the garage. <laughs> okay, Mr. Salesman, what do you got to sell me? There are no cars. <laughs> yeah, no cars. There are no cars. It's the wildest thing. It's going to pretty soon we're going to look like Cuba. Yeah, Cuba, they got all the uh, old, yeah, yeah, they still old, drive the old 50s and 60s. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, man. They'll wait farm equipment soon, I guess, too, since they can't make new ones. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that's going to end up happening. You know, you, you're going to have a lot of repairs. You're going to need a lot of repairs. Yeah, a lot, a lot of repairs. You know? See, and that's where I've I've read or heard where a lot of a lot of guys are buying up the old tractors. Oh, yeah. Because they can work on them. Yeah, I think in Husker true. Harvest Days, they're going to have like an antique lot you know something out there but but they what they did is i think they and i I might be completely wrong on this but they rewired them so that they're electric these antique farm equipment they rewired them so they're they're electric now i don't know i think there's going to be 
the push towards that is going to be difficult, very, very challenging to try to cook. We don't have the infrastructure. No, no, we don't. Texas doesn't even have enough for a grid that when they overloaded it in the wintertime, they froze up all their pipes down there when it was cold. Yeah. So you don't have that infrastructure. It just is not going to work. No, there's no way. Yeah. So the wind doesn't blow, so guess what? We got no power. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, you start thinking of, like, electric vehicles, right? They're, they're pushing for these, but I don't see too many, you know... Chargers. Yeah. Charging stations. Not, not, not a whole bunch. I mean, I mean, your house, but, I mean, you're not going to... But even a lot of houses don't have enough... They don't have the yeah. right size of box for that. you got to have a pretty big feed, I think, for those. Yeah, and I think you so. you got to have 220 for one, and how many houses have 220? Oh, you'd have a three dryer. You mean three-phase or... 220 volt. Well, we got 220 volt for the yeah, stove and that. It. Yeah, that's true. But it's going to be the amps. It's going to be the... the it's the, going to take more than the a 200 demand. amp box. Right. Yeah, I think you got... I don't I don't drive an electric vehicle, but I know they've got... You get somebody out there, they put that, you know, the box, that Tesla converter, they, they hook everything up. And yeah. There's some people that have the, the solar panels in their house, right? And, and that's what my sister in Hawaii, they... Works great for them because they had excess electricity before. And then they sell it back to the... Yeah, they sold it back. Well, now they've, they've added the Tesla and they have an electric bill of like $6 a month. You know. That's incredible. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for them, but you know, they live in Hawaii, sunshine's every yeah. day. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Well, you better tell everybody out there in Europe because they're all getting crushed right now with all the energy. You see all that stuff? Yeah. Like Germany's is like, got up like 400%. Yeah. And so because of Russia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gas supply, terrible. Oh yeah, college football starts here this weekend. Yeah, we've been looking forward for this for a long time. Yep, it'll be the Huskers' first loss of the year. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting to say that since the last time we recorded. I swear. Go clones! Go yeah, clones. <laughs> yeah. What about those Cyclones this weekend? Are they got who are they got? I don't know that they're playing this no, weekend. No, it's not this weekend, right? Next weekend. Yes. They're playing a high school team <laughs> then. And then, But the next week after that, they play Iowa. Well, that's the way it's Iowa-Iowa State game. Yeah. yeah. So. How was Iowa State going to be this year? They lost a lot, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> didn't know which team was going to show up last yeah, year. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, we knew which Husker team would show yeah. up for the first half last yeah. year. And then after that, it was... Uh, what were you thinking there, Jim? You've been you've been a Husker fan for a really long time now, mm-hmm. right? So, what do you think as far as this year goes? At, are we going to be over five hundred? What, what's your? I think we'll be over five hundred. I mean, realistically, you look at the schedule, and, and there's eight wins there. Eight, if you know, and reasonably so. Oklahoma, we take down Oklahoma this year. Their total transition there. Okay. Like, that could, oh, it could happen. New coach. New coach. Okay. A lot of new quarterback players. left. Michigan. Quarterback left. I don't. Know. I don't know about we Michigan. Can't, we can't. We can't. Not Michigan. Michigan at home. No. Not Michigan. Michigan is tough this year. They're, They're going to be good. They got veterans back. They're going to be good. I don't know. I mean, I like the changes that Frost made. With you know, sadly, the new coaching changes needed to be made. Sure. And. You know, having somebody new at the helm calling the plays, won't that be interesting to see how it goes? Oh, look, look what he's done in the past. I mean, he knows how to do it. Does he have the personnel he, to do it? Is he on the chopping block? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Not the, the, the prodigal son who's come back to Nebraska. He, he's got... You can't put butts in the seats. You're gone. Hmm. Even uh, with Trev Alberts at the... Oh, no. Trev will be the first one to do it. Trev is he won't hesitate. Yes, number one. 
Okay. If he starts seeing that in the middle of the season, he'll already have a guy picked out. Who are you going to pick? Who's well, out there? He'll find one. Chenander well, would be a really good Riley? You going to bring back Riley? No, bring the defensive coordinator that we have now, Chenander. Oh, right. The kids love him. They play so hard for him. And, you know, look at their defense has been rock solid. I'd like to see some good black shirt action this year, oh, man. Yeah. You know, oh. I it's been and then struggling. you know if, if you did something like that kept it in house it wouldn't be such a whole scale transition yeah it's yeah. the thought that I, who knows it's yeah. probably a little bit above our pay grades yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think Scott? we all have opinions right Cyclones going to have a better record than the Huskers this year I hope so hope they go back to another bowl game that would it be, be like nice six years in a row to a bowl game wow it would be nice to go to a bowl game Six years in a row. Yeah, that's not six years. In I've a row. waited forty years to have seasons like this. <laughs> forty years. Hey, we're at the twenty-year mark now. You got a long ways to go. <laughs> yeah, it has been about twenty years, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Since we've been since we were significant, land. so we oh, really yeah. contenders. Yeah, Eric Crouch was the quarterback back in those days. He was, that was the, the last yeah. time that we yeah. had yeah. national championship aspiration. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, they got the basketball team over there in Iowa State, and we've got the volleyball team in Nebraska. So, if anything else, we could just talk about the volleyball and the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have John Cook see if he can coach football, too. You know, he didn't know anything about volleyball when he started. Oh, really? He just learned it. Well, I, it didn't seem like that. Well, I should. It doesn't seem like that difficult of a sport, right? You know? I'm sure there's a lot more science to it than we know about. Yeah. It's probably just like everything else. Oh, right? sure, sure. Yeah, they got strategies. Just like you watch people that go off on TV. Oh, that looks easy. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hitting it straight and where you want it to, that's... Uh, yeah. When's the last time you guys went golfing? It's been years. I don't have any clubs anymore. <laughs> no, don't you? Very frustrating. I I'd have... rather fish. I can sit on a boat, watch nature, feel the cold uh, breeze uh, coming uh, off uh, the water. Oh, that's the way uh, to do it. Okay. No, I... Quiet. Yeah. I like to golf. I take my son out every now and then. We've only been once this year. It's been a busy summer. Yeah, yeah, it has been. But I go to the driving range at least once a week. Oh, well, there you go. Trying to get my swing back after I had my arms. Yeah, that is right. Oh, you did have man, that, that injury. Just, yeah, I had my that. My driver is like an alien in my hands now. Uh, <laughs> uh, was it last year? I think I, I tore ligaments in both knees. Maybe That's even right, meniscus. You did. And just towards like about a month, a month ago, I've actually haven't had that like bad knee pain. Can so, you run again or not? Yeah, I've actually, what well, today is, uh, I did a goal of one mile at least a day because I have a buddy who had a, a brain aneurysm and uh, survived and he's been running one mile a day at least for an entire year. And he's, you know, it's like that, those little things, right? That you're like, oh, you could, you could kind of do this. So then I'm like, well, you know what? I could just see how far I could, how long I could do this. So for the past two weeks, one mile, at least one mile a day. Nice. Yeah. I haven't talked too much about it because you know how it is. You, you got to get a little bit more before you start. So next oh, goal right, is going right. to be like one month and then a hundred days and then a year. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. There's some times, but... I don't get to do it. Yeah, I got three kids, right? So, like, there's there's these pockets of, you know, <laughs> when you can do, you can get out there and do some of this stuff. But 
Yeah, some some. You'll some be are. back at all the triathlons. Yeah, we'll try. Target yeah, date. We're what, try. Two years, maybe. I'd like to do another triathlon maybe next year. We'll see. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I, the swimming probably kill me. I don't like swimming that much. Yeah, it'd be the biking, the running, the swimming. <laughs> that would all kill me. <laughs> oh, I don't run anymore, period. You just, you'd just have to have the hearse no. follow me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will tell you, though, it's uh, when you do things on a consistent basis, it changes your routine a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Like, you start to see... A little bit of a results, at least, you know, in your mindset, you know, of oh, yeah. uh, accomplishing those tasks. But like I said, we'll, we'll see. We all could have goals, right? We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, what's, what's, what's the goal for the rest of this year with you guys? What's something that you're looking to do before I, the we, end of the year? We are always on the hunt for, for new product. I mean, because that's what keeps you on the leading edge. Yeah. So we're always trying to develop something. We're working on it. What about that Titan? Remember that Titan? That oh, yeah. Yeah, the Titan. We, we got a working demo ready to go. That's going to go to Husker Harvest Day, so okay. it'll be there. People will see. Uh, had moderate success with it, you know, out of the gate. We, we had a long way to go. We we haven't had a working model to take to display, so we were, this really helped. You know, people can see it and what it does. Mm. It should help. And we got several things going on. It's probably going to have to be looking for a new distributor for, for Precision Egg. Yeah, we might. Yeah, go ahead. And don't know that. what's going to happen. Tell them that story, Scott. Don't know what's going to happen with Raven because yeah. one, we can't get our stuff, oh, but it seems yeah. like uh, case dealers can get whatever they need. Uh, you know how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what pecking order yeah. you're in. Yeah, they, they got bought out, and then because a lot of con- yeah, a lot of consolidation that's been happening in the business. Labor yeah. shortages, product shortages. They just can't provide us with anything. So Scott and I spent a lot of time. You know, looking for alternatives. Well, what, oh, yeah. what can we use in place of you know X versus Y? And that's is there a lot of alternatives? I guess is well, no, we've, we've not really. Just a lot of Microtrack products. Yeah, but they still don't really have the precision that maybe like Egg Leader, yeah, no, Insight, you know, no. um, Trimble, no. or Raven have. No, which no. with the with the rate control module, they have a rate control module, but it's not. It's not. It's no. not anything close to what Raven and no. sure. those others have. Sure. And so, so we, we that's what guys are kind of looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. We've been looking at, you know, other other companies and what they have that we can substitute things with. And, gosh, we've had to order in a lot of competitive things like flow meters. Yeah. We order for, from a competitor that we normally don't do, but if we don't have shelf on the product, we don't have anything to sell. So. I remember earlier this year we, we had a, a surplus of hose. No, that didn't last long. It didn't last long. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think there is a surplus in anything here. You said shelf on the part. <laughs> Did I say shelf on the part? <laughs> well, I've been known you gotta to. got to have shelf on the parts to sell it. <laughs> I have been known to. <laughs> Maybe not phrase things appropriately. You've uh, <laughs> experienced before. Oh my gosh! He strikes again. Yeah. Well, you know the fertility kits will never go away. <laughs> uh, that's the best. 
gosh, if you're looking at adding, you know, something for next year for your planner or anything, just please order early so we know we can get. Yeah. We know we can exactly. provide. Yeah. That'd be my emphasis, too. Yeah. Especially if you're looking for something precision. Yeah. Jim, are you headed off to any trade shows? I don't have anywhere to go till I go to Kansas City, uh, but that's not till February. You'll probably okay. go to the Power Show in Lincoln. Oh, I'll go to the Power Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's in December, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I went to the National Farm Show last year. I really liked that. I'd like to go back, but we we keep that a revolving thing so there's more people. Oh yeah, that's right. No, that that was it was fun. The world's biggest indoor farm show. When's the last time you were at that farm show? Besides this past one, that was the one only time I've been. Get out of here, really? It's in Louisville. Yeah, yeah, we got to go to Churchill Downs. Oh, nice. Louisville uh, Bat Manufacturing Company. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It makes a little little pleasure in with our business. A couple of years ago, I think I walked that show and, and yeah, you're right. It's just massive. It's massive. Massive. Yeah. And it's great to go to see all the new stuff. Yeah. They had that pulling tractors or oh, something. Oh, tractor pull. Yeah. Out there. And then, pretty cool. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think that concludes our conversation for today. <laughs> uh, uh, tune in next time where we uh, dive into more shelves on the parts. <laughs> Go Huskers. Go Huskers. Go Huskers. Go <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder, our summer NH3 special pricing ends in a couple of weeks. Yes, it's ending soon. So visit us online or give us a call and we'll catch you on the next one. Oh,